Hello. Welcome to Changing My Mirror. This is a podcast where self-reflection and accountability springboard us to the door that leads to change. And I am so excited to have a wonderful guest. This is my niece, Delisha. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. And I'm to dive in um, into this conversation with you because you are a woman of great strength and you carry it very well. I don't even think that you're aware of the strength that you carry. So before we dive into that, um, tell me a little bit what you've been up to. What has life been like? Well, life has been, I mean, it's been. Um, I have ups, I have downs, but through it all, I remain focused. The enemy do try to come, you know, and manipulate and play with my mind. But I just remember to put the word of God, you know, and quote scriptures just to keep me focused. So my main focus is to remain focused. I'm as hired, but, you know, I feel like I'm accomplishing it. Okay. Your main focus is to remain focused. I like that. So tell, tell everyone just a little snippet of who you are, what you do, um, what are your likes and dislikes, you know? Um, well, I work in a dementia unit. I'm a supervisor in a dementia unit. I love what I do. I love what I do. I love helping the elderly. Um, a couple of things that I do like, I love to shop. I love to, you know, engage in family activities, you know, if even if it's like, uh, you know, with COVID going on, even if it's a FaceTime, us meeting in the parking lot, just to, you know, just to have that family time, even though, you know, COVID is rising. A couple dislikes, I really won't say I really dislike anything because I'm always open to try new things. So I really don't have a lot of things that I dislike per se. Okay. That that makes sense. It makes sense that um there won't be many things that you dislike because it sounds to me that you choose to do the things that you like or that you're open to. Correct. Yes, yes. I love the way yes. And in in doing in doing so, like opening yourself to new experiences, trying new things, you you can't be a person uh, um, that's so bold without understanding that there will be failure. Correct. And I'm, and it took me a while to even, you know, I always used to say, you know, failure is not an option, but sometimes, you know, I always leave myself a little room for disappointment. So if failure does come, I'm not hired on myself. I just try to strategize and start from the beginning or try to say, okay, well, instead of taking plan A, let me try plan B. Because, you know, before I used to be so hard on myself because I never left room for disappointment. Mm. So even with that, I learned a lot with that because I was trying, you know, you be like, okay, I need to accomplish this goal. And you give yourself a deadline. And then when I didn't accomplish it, I was like real hard on myself, not knowing that, you know, it was God doing or maybe... I thought I was doing stuff on my time, but 
I needed more time to cook a little bit in the oven, as I like to say, to be seasoned a little bit instead of trying to, you know, move and say, you know, Delisha, it has to be done by tomorrow, which, you know, being done by tomorrow is still not saying it's not as just as good as it take me, you know, an extra day or two. So I learned now to leave, you know, just a little bit room for disappointment and never give up if I do fail. Absolutely. You know, I'm not a big fan of trying new things. I'm not. But I've been pushed into that area. I'm in that season now of trying new things. And one of the things that I learned is I will never know if I truly love or don't like something if I never try. I will never know if I can truly accomplish something if I never try. And I learned that failure, at least that's, this is what it is for me now. Failure is the beginning of success. Yes. It's the yes. stepping stool to success. It is um, an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to really self-reflect because if everything, I don't know if you've ever seen this um, image going around, you never know how strong you are until you're dipped in hot water, you're like a tea bag. Yes. You never know how strong you are unless you're. And one when, when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that is so true. That is extremely true." So we always need to leave room to adjust. Correct. I, I call it um, the adjustment. This is my adjustment. If we're heading to work, you leave 15 minutes early, half an hour early to leave room for any un, unannounced activity, unplanned activity. It's the same thing with everything in life. You leave room for the unplanned. Yes, I agree. And if you, yeah. if you plan for the unplanned, then you will never be extremely distraught. Yes, that's, that's, You'll that's be a good different. thing. That's a good way to think of things. So I, um, you mentioned like when you set a timeline and you don't meet it, you used to be very hard on yourself. You know, every year I set a goal. Every year there is, this is what Niasha is going to do. Especially um, my birthday's coming up. I have this... This way of doing it where I have a birthday color, I want um, a specific theme for my my year. I, I, I do it big, like for myself. I have a birthday fast, like this is me and God and what we're going to do. And I just like, what, where am I? Where am I, Lord? Like, what is it that you want me to look into? And I will have this list. And sometimes I don't even touch like a third of the thing on my list. But I celebrate extremely proud as if I did, even if I accomplished one thing, one personal goal. So how are you, um, do you have personal goals that you set for yourself and how does that look? Yes, I do. My number one goal is, to get back in school I feel like um you know I had a couple setbacks or whatever and sometimes you get 
discouraged when things don't go your way or when certain things is not lined up. So my my list has always been to get, you know, get back to school because it's like I'm two classes away from getting a degree and that excites me. But it's like I haven't moved forward. Sometimes it's, it's been out of like, you know, nervousness. And I'm like, Delicia, you did it before. Like, what are you nervous about? So I think sometimes I doubt myself because, you know, I ain't been to school in so many years. So it's like, that's been my goal. Like, I need to get back in school. And it, you know, I feel like once I get back in school, it makes me feel like I accomplished something. Like, when you accomplish a goal, it makes you feel good as a person that you were able to set a goal and you accomplished it. So that's my number one goal is to, by January, to be registered into somebody's school. Just so I can say, you know what, Delisha, through it all, you did that. You might have, you know, had to take some time off. You might have had to go a different route, but you got the prize. And this, you know, like I said, it's scary, but at the end of the day, I know the prize is going to be that piece of paper, something to say, you know what, Delisha, you did that. And sometimes that's all you, you know, all you need. Like, so, you know, I've been getting like my little planner, you know, I've been, you know, calling schools, looking on, you know, um, like online, getting all the information I need. So when it's time to come, I have nothing that should stop me. And the only person that can stop me at this point in time is Delisha. I'm not leaving room for somebody else to knock me off that goal. Cause you know what? This is my goal. This is personal for me. And every once in a while, you got to be a little bit selfish. I like that you got to be a little selfish. You got to be like, you know what? This is for me. It's personal. Sometimes you even might have to, you know, go into silence for a while just so you can focus on that goal because everybody truly is not happy for you. People might seem like they're happy for you, but at the end of the day, they're not happy because you know what? They might have, you know, put that as a goal and they didn't complete that goal. But that's my number Mm -hmm. one goal Mm -hmm. is to get in school and, you know, go through what I needed to do so I can get this degree. So, you know, I can say, you know what? I did that. I'm excited. So that's my my biggest goal that I'm, you know, I'm so excited. Like I said, I'm getting nervous. But, you know, i just been praying, God, you know, take <laughs> the nervousness out because I don't even know what I'm nervous about. <laughs> but like I, like I said, I got my planner out. I got, you know, the information that I need to see if I, you know, get grants, financial aid. I got everything lined up. So when things come in, I got A, B, C, and D in a way. And if it doesn't go through, the only person that's stopping it is me. I can't blame it on nobody else. It, it's a fault that I have to say, you know what? It didn't happen because Delisha didn't make it happen. We have to take accountability for, for our own action. Absolutely. I am very proud. I didn't know that you wanted to go back to school. So I will definitely hold you accountable. And because that's one of the things that even I, I'm like, okay, I have to go back to school. And I put it off because life happened and I just focus in a different area right. to grow mm-hmm. in. Right. And so now that I'm an empty nester, I can go back to school. Why not? It's the perfect time. And I started the application and I stopped halfway. And then I had to go back and finish it because of that. Like I haven't been in school in such a long time. Do I still remember these things? Will I be able to do it? And all of these thoughts came in and I really had to look at myself in the mirror and and speak a life over myself and say, you can, 
There is nothing but opportunity in front of you. And like you said, the only person that can stop us is mm-hmm. us. And I, I am so, like you said, you said January. He's like, by January, I got to be in somebody's school, which means you giving yourself these couple of months to, to make sure you accomplish that. Even the fact that you are preparing, like getting everything that you need and doing the research, that is what actively going after your dreams look like, going after um, what you want. Not just desiring it, but making the necessary steps to accomplish it. Because I can say all along, I want to do something, but if I don't make any effort, if I don't take the first step to do the research, then is that really something that I want to do? Right. Having that moment of silence and being still so that you can block out the noise, not share it with anyone, just you trying to figure out what what things need to be in order, how they need to be, taking that time to, you know, allow the Lord to strengthen you for the journey, strength for the journey, and understand that you are responsible for your outcome. Correct. So I love that you have it all in place. Like, I want to be in somebody's school by January. I'm getting everything in line. I'm looking and see what I need and I'm go- I'm setting myself up. You're preparing for purpose. Yes. It's time to start making our dreams reality. Like, you know, I always dreamed about, you know, being a nurse, being this, being that. So now it's like, okay, I dreamed about this. So it's time to make it reality. So at the end of the day, you can say, I accomplished that. I dreamed it. I stayed the course. I finished the race. No matter what, not saying that Amen. it's my, it's not going to be easy. And I, and I understand that it's not going to be easy, but you got to stay afloat and I'm up for the challenge. I'm glad that you're stepping into it. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. I'm glad you're stepping into it. So I must ask you, when you look in your mirror now, what do you see? What do you see when you look at yourself in your mirror? What do I see? I see a person that overcame a lot. I see a person that was once destroyed, but built herself up to be a woman of purpose. I see a person that's self-determined, self-taught, and I'm disciplined. Before I used to, when I used to look in the mirror, I used to see a person that I didn't even like. And some of the stuff that I didn't like about myself is because Delisha did what Delisha wanted to do. And I had to accept the consequences that came with that. And I, I had to go to the bottom to realize, you know what, this is not what I want my life to be. And so every once in a while, I, you know, I go in the mirror and say, you know what, you did that. You overcame that. The devil counted me out, but God had something other in store for me. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I say, you know what, Delisha, when I'm ready for it, I have a powerful testimony that I know is going to be able to help other people. I just got to, you know, be shy, you know, talk about it a little bit, which is, I'm, you know, I'm a very shy person. I might not seem it, but I am. 
but I see somebody that's ready to take the world on with no strings attached, with no more excuses. I'm living. And I'm happy to say that because before I wasn't living, I was just a woman taking a walk. Didn't know which if I was going, if I was coming or going. Now I can say, you know what? I'm focused, I'm ready, and I'm here. <laughs> I'm focused, I'm ready, and I'm here. Yes. Okay. I like I like how you said you're self-determined, you're self-taught, and when you hit rock bottom, you know, you were able to get up. So I'm curious to know, we're not going to get into your testimony because um, there's a time for that. But I want to know when you were at your bottom, were you there alone or did a community surround you? How did you were able to get your, your foot in back to stand? Um, well, I want to say I wasn't alone, but sometimes you, you know, like you could be in a room with a lot of people and still feel alone. So I was, I wasn't alone, but I, even though I was at my lowest, when people was trying to pull me, I was trying to push people away because I didn't want them to see me at my lowest because, you know, sometimes we always have the facade and I like, even then I was good with math and stuff. I would master you ask me how I'm doing. I can quote scriptures. I'm blessed and highly favored. I did that. You know, being a church kid, you know when to do and how to do it. You, you, you know how to do that. You know how to run a church. You know who to call, how to call. You know how to do that. So it's like, I, I had people, but I pushed them away because you know what? I was more embarrassed because, you know, being growing up as a PK, you hear how, you know, they say the pastor kids are the worst. You know, you hear all of that. So at the time, you know, when I was at my lowest, them was the people that was praying for me. But it's like, you know, you didn't want to see, show them that this is how low I was. But them same people, they, you know, they prayed me through a lot of stuff. And I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for that because I would never not pray. I feel like prayer, prayer changes things. And I'm a witness. I'm a witness that if you really seek God and stay in his faith, he, he will show you his glory. And I'm a witness. I'm a living testimony that God did that for me. I'm a witness and, and I'm happy. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I live every day like it's my last day because, like I said, the devil counted me out. I was supposed to be dead. But God had another plan for me and I'm grateful. So this time, this second time around, I want to go for everything that the devil thought he stole from me. Hmm. You're taking it back. You're taking it back. What you say? What, what you mean by that? You said everything the the devil thought he stole, or that he, you know, whatever he interrupted. You're taking yes. it back. You take back. You take back your authority. You take back your position. You take back your confidence. Um. You. You know, there's a scripture that says, don't give away yes. your confidence. You're taking all of it back. And you have to do that in order to stay focused. And I, I remember you said before that it was going to be hard. I love the scripture in Hebrews 12, 11, that says, no discipline seemed pleasant at the mm -hmm. time. 
but painful. It can be painful. But however, it produced a harvest, a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And you want to, I tell my daughter that all the time. I said, you're going through a discipline right now. It doesn't seem pleasant, but it's going to reap. It's going to reap. You're going to benefit if you do not faint. Like if you do not quit, you just keep going. And I love the fact that um, you mentioned that as, you know, in church, you put on, you mask it up, you, you say the right things. And you carry it a certain way, even though inside you're going through mm-hmm. something. And as, as children of God, sometimes we're, at, we're in church and we are ashamed of what we're dealing with. We're ashamed for people to see us in this place. So we're not transparent all the time. But in order for them to have prayed you through, they yes. have to have seen it. You can't pray through, you can't pray someone through if you don't know where they yes, are. Yes, and I and I agree. And like I said, I used to, I used to be ashamed, but now it's like when people try to, you know, you you have when the devil try to use people and throw stuff up. And you know, before I used to, you know, be embarrassed, but I said, you know what? I did that. That was then, but look at me now. You know me back then, but you don't know Absolutely. me now. So if you what you need to do is you need to forget about that because you know what? Back then had brought me to where I'm at today and get to know the new me because I feel like that was the old me old things are halfway I'm a new person but some people want to want you to be stuck and there but like I told somebody I refuse to be stuck in my past even now like there's some things you know every once in a while you know things pop up and I say you know what Delisha you did that I did it and when I did it I did it well I'm not ashamed I'm not embarrassed because before I was when you know when people find out you know you know people talk and people want to talk but now I'm able to say I did that I overcame it. That's my path. If you want to be stuck with that, that's on you. But there, there's a new me. That's there's true. a new me. Get yeah. to know the new me. Don't focus on what I did in the past because we all have a past. Your past is not my past, but we all have one. We all do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer of we all have a past and it's a way when we can take ownership, like, yes, I did that. But Amen, because he gets did. the glory at the end of the day. It was, it was for God. But look at what God did. Look, look what he did for me. And just like you see me now, don't hold me hostage to the past, but see God's glory in my present. Yes. Because our life is a testament testimony of the power and the the love of God. The power and the love of God. We see it all the time after we overcome one thing after another. So I love the fact that at your lowest, you were able to at least show some people where you were. So they can pray you through it. That's my encouragement for everyone who's listening. Even when you're at your lowest and you may be ashamed and embarrassed, there have to be some people that you allow to see uh, just a glimpse so that they can pray you through because Amen. prayer works. It works. Prayer works. And that's just what we always need to remember. 
prayer works. And I love that that one experience has set the stage and the foundation for other experiences that you're going to encounter because, because I know prayer works and I've seen it. I'm trusting it. I'm holding on to it. I'm going to live by it. I'm going to count on it because I know it to be true. And sometimes we hold on to um, negative experience like that. Oh, you can't trust people because this is what they're going to do. And, da, 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 da. and so we hold on to toxic experience and betrayal and hurt in such a way that it hinders our progress. It hinders relationship and we don't learn from it. But if that same energy, we can put it into the things that we have overcome and how we overcame and the positive that propel us to greatness, if we can transition, if we can change our mirror from seeing things in a negative way to seeing how it has um, stretched us and grow us, we're able to accomplish more in life, not forgetting that people can be trifling, but understanding like when that happened, this was my response. That's how I got through it. So I'm going to focus on the method that I used to get through it, how I got through it, and not so much the hurt. When you give so much power to the hurt, you will never move forward. And so I love that you said you believe in the power of prayer because you have seen it work. And so I, I trust that we will always look at the power in the tool that got us through. Amen. And not so much the damage. Amen. I like that. So this, 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 this was really good. So, um, so you have school in place. You have your, your, your chance. I'm focused. I'm yes. ready. I'm here. I'm focused. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm going to be saying that all the time. When yes, I see and I'm, like, hey, and I'm here. We here. You ready? And I still want to challenge you. You you need to if you started the application for school, pursue it. Don't let don't let nothing hinder you because you we we don't want to live with the regrets. Not saying regret anything. Saying I wish I could have did that, or if I would have did that, would I have been further along in life? Because sometimes the enemy would put things in your in your head like that, or. You know, just to make you feel like, okay, well, you did the application, you you did the work, but now let's attend the class. It's, it's everything go together, okay? We applied, we got accepted, we got the grant, we got the loan, we got everything with to do. So now let's get to class and let's make it our focus. You know what? This this is our year. It's, it's, it's time for us to be selfish and accomplish what we want to accomplish now. We got to be a little bit selfish. We can, we can no longer focus on other people and that used to be my issue also you know I used to see other people say you know they do it or you know they used to have like their little negativity but no I said this is my time to be selfish but why they got their negativity and I didn't complete school they have finished got the degree and moved on to another degree well I'm still stuck and it's no longer to be stuck I want to say you know what it's done it's done I did it move on so I'm being a little selfish you know a friend of mine my friend of mine said that to me. He said, 
you know, sometimes you got to be a little selfish. There's nothing wrong with being a little selfish. And yeah. it's okay to say no. You can't, he said, you can't um, make yourself happy mm -hmm. and everyone at the same time. And what do you mean? It's like, you can't say yes to you mm -hmm. and yes to everyone at the same time. Because sometimes you have to say no to and others. I, and so I, you can I agree say with yes that. I, I love the quote. I, I agree with that. Because sometimes we say yes to other people and we're making them happy while deep down inside we're not happy. And it's not more so we're not happy because of the choices that we made. We 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 pushing other people to their destiny and their goal, and but they're not pushing us right along with it. So sometimes it, it's time to be selfish. Girl. <laughs> I have mastered the art of pushing others forward. And my, my cousin said to me one time in life, she said, um, I wish you mm -hmm. had a you in your life. She's like, if you had a you in your life, you'll be good. And I'm saying to myself, but I am the me in my life. Mm hmm what do you mean? The same way I invest in others is the same way I should invest in me. I am the me in my life. And I was talking with my daughter, you know, kind of like having a conversation like this. And she mm -hmm. said, I am my strength. I am my strength. And I love that. And so if if me being who I am help others down the path of their greatness, then I need to speak to myself that way. I need to push myself that way. I need to invest the way I would invest in others the same way. And that exactly what I am, I am working on. Hence, the reason why this podcast started, because I said, there are so many great women in my life and so their story is exactly what um, mm -hmm. each other need to be that voice for them. Because sometimes, you know, and you're like, you think that you're alone in something and then you realize I'm not alone. I'm not, I can get through this because someone else has gotten through this. And we can we can push each other. Yes, and I and I agree together. And like I and then even even with that, you still want to watch your so, surroundings because we need like-minded people, people that's going in the same direction. We're going to at least have the same goals or have goals that we're trying to reach. So you know, even when you feel low and down or need some encouragement, you you have that person to call. But you still, but you you got You got to have a circle of people, and even if you don't have a circle of people, even if you have that one person, so even when you feel like giving up, giving up, you 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 can call and say, you know what, I just feel like giving up. Because sometimes you have that person that's going to push you through it, and that's going to go through it with you because they want to see you happy, and they want to see you achieve that goal. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is so important. Um, when we look, when we look, when we look at ourselves, when we speak about ourselves, when we think about ourselves, we, 
we address ourselves where we want to be and not where we are. Not saying that we neglect where we at or we don't take inventory of where we are, but we address ourselves and we conduct ourselves how we see ourselves. And so if I see myself as someone who is kind and strong and an overcomer and um, successful, someone who understands finance, because I see myself that way, I will function in that manner. The, there's a script that says, as a man think it in his heart, so is he. How do I see myself? Like I personally believe that I am great with my finance. And I start saying that, like, I understand money management. I'm responsible with my finance. I know how to save. Do you know when I start seeing myself that way and speaking of myself that way, I started functioning that way. I save much more. I'm like, my income didn't increase. Yes. <laughs> my behavior changed. And so I am definitely, definitely going to accept the challenge. I'm not going to give up on myself. I'm going to keep pushing forward because this is my season for loving me. That is one thing. When I look in the mirror, I, I say, I actually just love you and just love me. Just love. Me. I look at myself like Nash, I love you. Like you're good. And people say recently, like you look happy. Yes, because I'm mm -hmm. I am doing it's a glow about you, it's a different happy. glow. When when you live in happy, with you know, not yes. saying you don't have issues, but you, you start walking different, your conversation change, your friends change, your surrounding change. Because you know what? You are falling in love with the you that you need to be. And that you want to be, and we're all destined for greatness, but you you gotta find that inner peace. And I'm telling you, and I and I can and I'm a witness. Once I find that inner peace, nothing else even matters. Things that I used to get upset about, I don't get upset about it more no more. Because you know what? I'm happy in Delisha. I'm happy for where Delisha came, and I'm happy where God is taking me to be. The light shines so bright to where everybody, you know, wants to know, hey, Amen. what are you doing differently? You know what? I'm just loving myself. I'm not, I'm not carrying the burdens. I'm not, you know, worry. I'm not stressing about things I can't change. I accept it. I dealt with it. And I gave it to God and I moved on. Your whole attitude is that your demeanor, how we, how even we go through situations is different because you know what? We have that inner peace. You have that inner love. Right. And you and you know where um I give you this scripture. I like this scripture a lot. It says, um finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, um, if there is any excellence, if there is any Thing worthy of praise mm -hmm. think about these things 
what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And so in order for the God of peace to be with us and to remain, we have to think on things that are true, that are honorable, that are just, that are pure. Our thoughts, what we are thinking about um, is equal to the peace that we will have. And I love this scripture. So whenever the thoughts come, I'm like, you know what? That's not, that's not true. And I am learning how to separate my feelings from what is true. That's another way that I'm changing my mirror, separating my feelings for what is true. I can feel a certain way. That doesn't mean that it's true. Like I could say, Delisha, I feel like you don't care about me. But is that a true statement? Is it true that Delisha doesn't care about me? Okay, so of course she cares about me. Why do I feel this way? Like, and sometimes when we can separate our feelings from the truth, now if the truth tells me she doesn't care, then I know I can say, not that I feel that you don't care, but I can say, I know that you don't care because this is what the facts say. This is what truth feel. It's not based on my but it's based on what Correct. is right. truth. Um, that's just another thing that's really is going to help on our journey um, forward is to look at what's true and to think on those things. And so that's Philippians 4, 8 to 9. I love that scripture um, because it helps me to keep my mind on things that are above and not what's happening around me. So this was very nice. Thank you. Chatting with you, Miss Focus, Miss Ready, and Miss Here to to bless the world and, and to be right, a little, just a little bit. Not, don't season. overdo it. Just, I'm just gonna be a little bit selfish. It's personal. This, 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 this journey that I'm on is so personal because you know what. I owe it to myself. So it's personal. So I feel like because it's personal and it's intimate, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go through with it. Through the ups and downs, I'm gonna stay the course, I'm gonna finish. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna say, you know what? You did that. No matter what came my way, I did that. It might not happen, you know, I might not go straight down without making some curves, but as long as I don't give up that's all that matters nothing else even matters so in this season season is personal and because it's personal and it's about me I'm going to make sure that it gets done because that's what I want it's not what other want people want for me it's what Delisha wants for Delisha so that's what makes it a little bit you know exciting because you know what this is something that I want so when you when we want something we go that extra mile to get it when, when you want that, you if you got to take three blesses of train in the plane because you want that and that's what you want, you're going to do it. You're going to map that thing out. You're going to figure it out because at the end of the day, that's something that you that you want. You made it personal. Say, you know what? Today, this is what I want. 
and because this is what I want along this journey, I'm, you know, there's some people that I'm going to have to cut off because, like I said, they're not truly happy, but I know that I'm ready for it. I'm ready for any attack that Satan has because this is personal. So for so long, we always, like you said before, you, we always cared about others and we kind of left ourselves on the back burner a little bit. We always push through people, pray through people through stuff, but then we forgot about ourselves and that's human. But, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta steer that course and say, you know what? I did that for everybody else. So let me be selfish and, you know, do it for yourself. And then what, what's going to also happen is you can't look for them same people that you push them through. You can't think that they're going to push you through because everybody don't have the spirit that you have. <laughs> and you know, I learned right a lot of stuff that I, that I learned. It's not, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying what I heard. This is what I learned. So many times we're encouraging people. We sit up late at night, listen to, to other people. But then when sometimes when we need people and sometimes, you know, it, it might not be financial. It just might be, hey, a hi, how are you? Sometimes that's that's all we need. And nobody's nowhere around. But you know what? When, when it's their season and when they need you, we right, in, right front and center. We ready for them. So even on this journey, I learned, you know what, Delisha, I might be walking by myself. I'm not going to have a whole cheerleader squad. And I'm okay with that. Before I used to be, you know, I wanted to be part of the in crowd. You know, I wanted everybody to surround me. But now, you know what? I don't need all that because I don't need the leeches and you sucking the life out of me while I'm trying to get to where I got to go. Because you know why? You did. You you did. You I I pushed you through your season. So now this is my season, and I'm ready, and I'm focused, and I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. Listen, it's, it's, I hear it's, you. I felt like you were speaking to me. I lift my hands and say, "Lord, I thank you." I feel like he was speaking to me because I learned that lesson too. I learned that I got. I think a lot of my disappointment came from mm -hmm. me investing in others, and then they disappeared. They disappeared, mm -hmm. and I was shocked that I had to walk alone. I went through that season. I know that season and the one, one of the thing that I had to learn how to do is because I walked through that season where I felt like everyone turned their back on me and I was all alone. Now I have developed a, a pattern that I'm kind of like hesitant to trust people because I'm not sure if you will walk with me. I am not sure if I should invest here because that when I invested before, I didn't get it back. And so that has been, um, I would say I look at it as healing, but not in the right way. So now mm -hmm. what I have to mm -hmm. do is I have to allow the Holy Spirit to break that so then be healed the right way because I was that pain mm -hmm. was healed in a way that build walls and um kind of seclude myself in that no one else can come in right so now it's me against the world and I can't trust nobody I can't count on no one so that's 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 how that season was for me it was a tough couple of years and I healed wrong so now it has to be that 
that joint has to be broken again. It has to be realigned because it, it didn't heal in a healthy way. And so that's, um, I understand that. Coming to that place where you were like, okay, I don't expect this, but not allow it to mm-hmm. make you bitter or block others out. Cause you, so it's a very interesting place to be. But I do know that season. So that's that's great. So wow. You got the number we can call, but like I said, if this is your season, Auntie Nash, you gotta make it personal. You you gotta make it personal and it's and it's okay. And it's okay and, and, and it's okay to be alone because like I said, you you might end up losing friends on the way. And what and what I learned is the friends that I learned that I lost on the way was never for me to be to begin with because if you for me you're going to want to see me do better you're going to push me but like i, I didn't have to I, I, at, at the beginning i did look for it i'm like you know you sit up here you're encouraging everybody else you're there for everybody else but then when you need somebody you're like jeez my the phone ain't ringing and even like a while ago like i had put a stat on facebook and i had said you know since i stopped calling my phone started ringing because it's like you know i always checked on everybody else and when I stopped checking on everybody else, the phone call stopped. It's sad, but it's true. <laughs> and it did hurt. It did hurt. But you know, I said, God, I can't be mad because you know what? This is my season. You're, this is my season for our relationship to get where it needs to be at. Mm-hmm. And you find when you take those times that you would use to check in on people, and you check in with God, it it really helps to strengthen you. But there is nothing more painful than realizing that the relationships yes. you had and it's a learning experience. And it, it you maintain it. it. It hurts. And you start questioning, saying, you know, and I and I did question myself. I questioned saying, you know, why? But then I had to learn, you know, and every season comes to an end. We go, we, we got four seasons that we go through. And when that season ends, God, I thank you. I, I thank you for that time, that season that that person was in my life for. Like so many times we focus on the people that hasn't been there when we forget the one or two individuals that's been there. And I had to ask for forgiveness because, you know, so, and, I, and like I said, I'm making it personal. I used to focus on, you know what? I used to be there for everybody else. Now nobody. And the, like the couple people, I just went on the back burner making them feel bad because I didn't acknowledge that they've been solid. They've been solid since day one. I was too focused on everybody else. So I got, so I had to, like I said, refocus and say, you know what? These two, three people that I got, God, I thank you. I thank you that they've been through the storm, the wind and the weather. And let me see if they're, if they're going to make it to the next season with me. And it just blows your mind. Like we and even family and and it, and it hurts worse when it's family, friends I can take, but when your family don't go through it with you, it's like wow, wow. But you know what? It was their Girl. season. I thank you. You was the main <laughs> character. You was the plot. You you did what you had to do in that season. That you know what? Now it's chapter. This is this is a new chapter. And in tra- from chapter to chapter, I had to learn. You know what, Delicia? The characters may change, but I'm going to always be the main character. But the add-ons and stuff—they might change, and I'm okay with that. 
But once you get, once you put in your mind that you're okay with it and don't be stuck on what could have, should have happened, I'm telling you, it's the best piece, the best sleep you won't ever sleep. Because I, I had some sleepless nights wondering why, and, it, and it's not why, it's me saying, Demisha, what did you do? Negating, taking, taking the focus off what they did. Just make it seem like I did something. And I had to lie and say, you know what, Demisha, pick yourself up. It wasn't you. Their season ends. And I'm okay with that. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. And once you put in your mind that you're okay, you know what? Like I said, I have so much peace, so much joy. It's like I, my, the smile on my face is real. It's not that mad smile to where I smile today and I'm mad tomorrow. You know what? I carry my smile. You know what? It's authentic. Th- this is it. This is who I want to be. And and it's okay. My my motivation, like even like when I wake up in the morning, like on when I go in the bathroom, I I have a little saying saying, you know, be the best Delisha you can be. If you don't succeed, try again. Every morning. So when I brush my teeth, get myself ready for, for the day, and I say it to myself, Delisha, be the best you can be. Because you know what? Nobody can beat you at being Delisha. Nobody can beat you at being Nyasha. Nobody. We, you, all we can do is be the best we can be. And every day, even though we're older, every day we're, we're learning new things. I am still learning. I am still learning. And that's all we can do is show up as our most authentic self and be the best that we can be every day. I love that everyone has a season. And just to help me adjust to that, um, there's a scripture that says, in all things give thanks, for that is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. And so when people leave my life, I say, Lord, I thank you that they're gone. Um, When they stay, I thank him. But also realizing that sometimes people leaving, sometimes us losing things, um, missing, not having an opportunity is an answered prayer. Because when I pray and I say, Lord, let your will be done, and work this out. If I know I'm doing everything accordingly, then, and it doesn't happen or someone leaves, thank you, Lord, because you he knows what he prevented me from. But I also had to take into account how am I in this relationship? A relationship is only as good as what I put in. Um, what am I, What am I putting in? And I used to think that Oh, I'm calling, I'm there, I'm that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then let's take a step back. Why are you doing that? Why are you calling? Why is it why is it so important? What and even though you may do something good, it looks good to you. That doesn't mean that it's healthy right. or it's or it's what you need to do. Because of the source and the the reason why you're doing it, your intentions, your heart behind it. And so I always examine my intentions, my intentions, because if my intentions are pure, then I can, I can trust what I'm doing. But if there's impurity in my intentions, then I need to re-examine 
what I'm bringing to the relationship also. And so that taking that time to really understand you, why you're doing it, why am I afraid to try this? Why, what, what is it that you're not dealing with or that I'm afraid to confront? And when we can identify those things, give it to the Lord, do the exchange, then we can progress in a healthy manner, holistically, with a sound mind. And, and we can Correct. move on yeah, in wisdom like and yeah. not in emotions. So that is what um, I am trusting that we will surrender ourselves to the process of growth and self-care. And when I say self-care, like I have mixed feelings about the term self-care. Um, because when I say self-care, I mean truly allowing mm-hmm. the Lord to teach me how to love. And in order for me to understand love, I need to understand. I need to understand love. I need the closer I get to God, the more I see myself, the more I see myself, the more I understand how I need to um take care of myself because I am only how the health of Nyasha contributes to the health of my community, to the health of the people around me because my life is to serve them. And so I cannot serve from a broken and damaged place yes. because then I'm pro- mm-hmm. pouring in brokenness and damage to others. So the the self-care is not so much for me as it is for the people that I love. That's what it that's what it means for me. So every time I wake up and I try, it is for the person that needs a reason to keep trying. My life is not my own. So that is why I am going to stay focused, stay ready, because I'm here. And as long as I'm here, I I like when you said, my main focus is to remain focused. So on that note, thank you. I appreciate you having me. I, I want to say that. thank you for chatting with me. And it is it is wonderful. I really wanted to dive in with you and just to have like a free conversation. And I'm going to That's the year. I'll be in school in January because January January. So I'm going to check back in with January. And I just want to thank you for sharing your, um, your wisdom and understanding with us because it is truly when we release of ourselves that we're, we're allowing the Lord to pour back in. So thank you for releasing so that you free yourself for the blessing that God has for you. And as you, Delisha, continue to look in your mirror and to change your mirror, um, 
I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to do the work from the inside out and that we all, as we look at ourselves, we could remind ourselves that if we stay focused and be ready because we're here. We need yes, to ma'am. we That's need to we stay focused do. and ready because God still have us here. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. And um until next time. Continue to allow the Lord to take the inside out. Bye, Delisha.